brother. Hey, sister. It's so nice to hear your voice. Oh, thanks. It's nice to hear your voice. <laughs> I thought I thought you were going to say more, but you stopped. Uh, I could say more. Well, I thought it was going to be, it's nice to hear your voice, too, or as well. It is nice. That, is that necessary? I mean, I guess there are a lot of words that aren't necessary that we say. Well, and it also, actually, what it told me is that you genuinely mean that even if I hadn't said that, you would have felt that way and would have Absolutely. Said it. Yes, I love you too does not mean the same thing as I love you. Huh. Don't you think so? If someone yeah. says, yeah. I-, I love you too, they're saying, well, okay, yeah, if, if you say you love me, then I yeah. guess I love you too. It's prompted versus unprompted. There, It is a difference. So every time Beth says, I love you, do you just say, I love you? <laughs> uh, I say, I love you more. No, I'm joking. Gross. It's been 10 years of marriage. We don't do that every day. Do you say I love you less every day? Uh, No, definitely not that either. You don't say I love you every day? Oh, no, we definitely say I love you every day. I mean, I do. I'm not sure if she does. Well, wouldn't you know? Wouldn't I know if she does every day? I mean, I don't don't keep a checklist of has she told me. Uh, She doesn't say a lot. I mean, you know Beth. Beth's going to get mad that we're talking about her, and so soon. Well, I don't think she listens, so it doesn't matter. Oh, great. So, okay, I wanted to start off with this question. We're still social distancing, shelter in placing, sheltering in place, yeah, mm-hmm. quarantining, all, you know, whatever whatever we're calling it. Um, and so I want to know if you've been doing any any interesting quarantine behaviors that you didn't do before. Uh, yeah, so there's a few things that wouldn't be weird. Like we stopped going to restaurants a few weeks before the quarantine. So that's not that strange right now. I was uh, excited to have a whole bunch of time to do. I have a lot of work I wanted to get done. Not work that I have to get done because I kind of got all that done in advance, but just stuff I wanted to do. And I was excited to have all my time to do whatever I wanted all the time. And I kind of went crazy a little bit. And there were many times where I was like, I could do this. I could do this. I'm not sure what to do. And sometimes I just uh, sat on Facebook for way too long. So what I did instead was I made a schedule and I actually have every single minute of my day planned out. Okay, so you're a psychopath. (laughs) Uh, I am being the best me that I can be. I feel like you've which should be no surprise to anyone but i feel like you've taken the opposite approach of everyone else in america i don't know about the world but definitely you know people that i know who are like this is a time to slow down it's a time to rest and you know recreation and you're just like watch this i'm going to schedule out every single second of my life yeah uh the, the more you do the more you get done but no not everything that's scheduled out is work a lot of the things i have scheduled like i actually have written on my schedule on my calendar for today play halo with evan okay so that that's going to happen tonight i have a recording with hill right now so i we're definitely uh i've planned out the fun things too and uh i'm trying to schedule only recreational things on the weekends and the evenings but i want to know what i'm going to do i want to i want to be clear i want to be intentional about every minute of every day yeah i i've had to so i'm a planner like just in real life whenever things are normal but this has actually been it's I've taken a bit of a break from that I mean there's definitely still things I have to get done but it feels like okay well instead of doing this you have to do it on Tuesday you can do it at some point this week and it's been Mm -hmm. really helpful but it's also I get the planning out everything because it's led to me being like what what was Monday like where was that and Mm -hmm. what was the difference between 
night and day and um it's just it's everything's felt a little more fluid so i i have started keeping track of what i've done so like i feel like i can look back at this time and be like oh yeah that was you know some productive time um but i i've actually appreciated being less scheduled how are you doing that how are you tracking what you're doing I've got just a little journal type thing and I'm just making lists of like, okay, here's some things I would like to do. Some of them work related, some of them personal related, and then checking them off or moving them over to the done list of like, okay, I, you know, learned this on the guitar and then I cooked this and I tried this recipe or or whatever it is. Um, just so I have like just bigger picture, but I actually think it's been good for me to, calm down on the planning and to take a step back from that because I I think a lot of it is just being gentle with myself right that normally I'm really stringent and really intense about okay now we're doing this now we're doing that now we're doing that but this is like it's a time where I can you know let myself rest that's good okay so do you want to hear my weird quarantine habits or are you are you done um I want to ask well no I want to tell you something else because it has did not something to do with uh what i was just talking about but not your quarantine habits so we'll get to i really do want to hear yours in a second okay. but i want to tell you about my time tracking did i tell you about uh the fact that i was tracking all my time a, a little bit yes but tell me more before i scheduled everything i just decided to see what i was doing so it, it was i still had to be intentional because i decide what am i doing right now and i got an app called uh toggle and i could press a button and tell it that at that time I was reading or at that time I was working on school stuff or on that time I was hanging out with family or whatever. And so I tracked every second of my time and I could make graphs and I could see like what I spent most of my time doing and I put it in categories and that was really cool. And it also made me uh, think more about my work and what I was doing. But uh, then I decided actually planning it out beforehand was better anyway. So I, I no longer track my, I, I spent a long time setting up that system and now I decided not to track my time anymore. I think there is something helpful about it, though. It's like, so I'm thinking of like Dave Ramsey, where he says, tell your money where to go, like a budget. And so it's like, you've kind of just taken an inventory and said, okay, in general, how am I spending my time? And Mm -hmm. where do I want to change? Like, where do I want to shift things? Um, And so, yeah, maybe you can check back in in six months and do the whole toggle tracking incessant thing and see if you have any changes like this is your benchmark of like this is where i was and i wanted to change things and so now here i am telling well, you time where to go what i, I agree with that you know what i mean yeah tell your time what to do no tell your <laughs> tell, tell, tell your time where what uh-huh you know yeah i know I'm, i get it uh yeah for me it's weird because in six months i'll be back in school and i won't be able right. to plan to track anything i'll just have to teach all day long that's true you mean but, get to I mean, well, yeah, I definitely would prefer that to this. Okay, tell me. I really am curious to hear about your weird quarantine behaviors. Okay, so I have a couple that have been a little surprising. I'm going to start with um, walking. So, I mean, you know, in general, like, sure, I'm a fan of a walk, but I feel like walks have kept me sane during these hmm. quarantine times. Mm-hmm. Like, if it is Qu- above... Did you call it quarantine? I, quarantine, yes, oh I did. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, that's because of a podcast, which I'll get to that. Okay. Um, so I like if it is above, you know, 50 degrees and it is not actively raining, you can find me cruising the neighborhoods once a day. So really? my yes, my neighborhood, if I do two laps around the block, it's exactly 30 minutes. Um, and so I, it's just been really helpful. But it's also led to some really I mean, 
it's just been a lot of time with my brain. That's and nice. so some things that have come out of that, like today on today's walk, I was noticing where my neighbors keep their trash cans, hmm. which is, I mean, how bored do we have to be to that's, you know, the kind of level of observation that I'm doing. But mm-hmm. I mean, I started to see themes, right? Like, okay, well, there's this stretch of this street that they are really particular about how their things look and they have good landscaping. And some of them have like built these like things that hide their trash cans and so that's Hmm. it's like kind of a trend in that area and this other area that's you know not as well kept i mean it's still it's still a nice neighborhood it's still fine but it's like you they're all visible they're just like on the side of their house or in some cases they're in their driveway so i don't want to bore you to death with the trash can talk but like just it's just been time to like observe things that i never would have observed before do you not listen to podcasts or anything on uh on these walks it depends. So today I just listened to music. I have been listening to a podcast, which, okay, that's another thing that I've been doing. It's these sisters from New York. And so I, I'm really actually worried. I'm starting to pick up a little bit of an accent. Like, so they say quarantines, <laughs> but they also say quarantine, kind of Quarant- like, uh-huh. like in Manhattan. And so right. I'm like nervous that I'm going to quarantine. I don't I, think I've noticed an accent so far. Okay, good. But you, it also may be confusing because I have also been watching The Great British Bake Off, and now I'm inclined to say things like, pop off, like, off off you pop, like, <laughs> get out of here. Or yeah. literally the other day I was cooking with paprika. I just had to think about how to say that because I almost said paprika. Paprika. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, <laughs> paprika. Yeah, some aluminum. I <laughs> I have been saying no worries a lot. Uh, how I, I don't know. very... Jamaican? Australian, I think. Australian. I was no thinking worries. New Zealand. Yeah, probably New Zealand too. But I, 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 that's the thing I say a lot in emails to kids who are like, oh, I forgot to do this. And I say, oh, no worries. Blah, 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 blah. Because yeah. it's no problem sounds like, I don't know. No worries sounds better than no problem. So that I say it a lot. No worries. In- interesting. So walking a lot, sometimes music, sometimes <sighs> podcasts, and you're noticing trash cans. Uh-huh. What What do you do with your trash can? <laughs> we, so... This is going to sound very pretentious. Here we go again. We have a three-car garage and only two cars, and so we have we keep it inside our third garage. Oh. Well, no, that's not pretentious. You need to have more cars to fill up your three-car garage. <laughs> that's true. If we had an extra car. And, yeah, and it's like there's some houses that I'm like, well, where are their trash cans? And so then I, I assume, okay, they maybe only have one car, and they're in the other part of their garage. <laughs> this is so boring. So, okay, something else that I've been doing that I never thought I would do. Well, uh-huh. I mean, I never thought, but it's just been really bizarre and sad, like weirdly satisfying. Uh-huh. So there's this website. I'm not even going to mention it because I, I like can't, I can't Is it suggest or encourage it. No, no. But it's like, I think that they just do some like, like just inappropriate. And <laughs> now it just sounds weird. It's like a sports okay. media website is what it is. <laughs> uh-huh, sure. And I know <laughs> it, I promise, but I've never read it. I've never been like a consumer of their media and I don't follow any of their social media channels, nothing like that. I've heard of it, but that's about it. Mm -hmm. And somehow, I don't know how, but there, I got turned on to their president who I also didn't follow, never heard of. If I saw him on the street, wouldn't know him. But somehow I found that he's been doing these unboxings every night. And so he, I guess, sent out his address at some point and he was like, if you guys are bored, like send me something or make me something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so literally for 10 nights in a row, he went live on Instagram and on, on YouTube and there's like 40,000 people watching him just open these packages from people. Mm-hmm. And it is 
enthralling and i feel like you know like kids watching youtube toy unboxings like it's been right. like that I, I don't oh i, I don't know understand. why i mean it's like there's so many inside jokes that i don't know about but it's like sometimes i'll just like check in and check out and he'll be wearing a different shirt a different hat and have a new knife that he's cutting a box of. i mean it's just fascinating why why is that can you tell me why i'm intrigued by it uh i can give you some ideas i think possibly because the guy is just entertaining there's a lot of things that i watch i've watched people do in the past on youtube that i would never care about but the guy is just entertaining okay yeah he's got a good personality i mean not good because i it's crude but funny absolutely yeah entertaining is different than good for sure a lot of things are entertaining and not good uh have you seen the uh high what's it called the press hydraulic press the hydraulic press channel where they just squish stuff with a hydraulic press yeah, you've showed me that before. Yeah, same idea. Like, why would anyone ever want to watch, want to watch that? But it's just True. entertaining stuff. I understand that completely. I, I also wonder if it's something I've come to my own psychological conclusion that maybe it's even just this, this idea of, like, being part of something that, like, there are 40,000 other people doing the exact same that I'm, thing that I'm doing. I mean, they're in different places. They're wherever. But it's like we're all kind of this community coming together. And, like, there's something to that, too, of, like, oh, I'm a part of something. So if if there were two other viewers and you could see that, you wouldn't be as interested? I would still be interested because he's just an entertaining person. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't know if the amount of viewers, like, if it legitimizes it or is it, it just makes it feel like, you know what, other people are desperate for, you know, entertainment or whatever and they're here too. I have noticed both that and the opposite thing in me, like, at the same time. Like, if a ton of people love something... Then my immediate thought is, well, it can't be as good as everyone thinks it is, uh, and I'm probably not going to like it nearly as much. But I also have noticed uh, that if a lot of people like it, it gives me permission. Like, if I'm reading, I'm reading right now a couple or a fantasy book uh, in a series from a guy who everyone loves this fantasy writer, Brandon Sanderson. He's like the the hot guy that everyone's uh, reading all of his books, and he's a bestseller, and everyone's talking about him. So is it he gives actually me hot. Oh, I don't know. Probably. He's a fantasy writer, so I doubt it. Um, (laughs) But I uh, really like his books, and it feels like I have permission to like his books because everyone else says he's good, too. And he is good. I mean, his books are just that good. But I I often feel the exact opposite thing. Maybe it's how I'm introduced to something. Um, Hmm. Because Hamilton was the same. I I should never have liked Hamilton. But I uh, forced you to because I knew you would. I listened to it, and after the first song, I was like, okay. And But I think there was there was also something about everyone loves it, so it, it gives it some legitimacy. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. which I actually, I feel like I was very strategic in getting you on, because it's like, if you're talking about a curve, the Hamilton curve had already hit its peak, and we were on the way down, and so there wasn't as much hype about it, but it was like, okay, no, really, I think you'll love this. Like, give it a shot. Yeah, you were right. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, and I also think that goes back to how there's a lot of media that you, or a lot of things that people are talking about that you don't know about or don't care about. Yeah, like when we played the quiz the other day with our friends, uh, and like I was doing well on all on most of those on most of those quizzes. What was the website? Kahoot on most of those yeah. Kahoots. But when they did the one on popular music for the last twenty years, I got like three right, which is even worse than guessing. I don't know how I only got three right on like twenty questions, but <laughs> uh, I did really bad, and I don't feel bad about that. I, yeah, I guess you don't. You don't care to know. Is that pretension? Should we talk about pretension? Should we follow up on pretentiousness? Pretension? Yeah. Is pretension a word? I 
think it is, yes. Okay. Is it the same thing as pretentiousness? I also, yes, I think so. If pretentiousness is a word, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. So do you have any new thoughts on, pre, pre, we have we disagreed last time, and did you change your mind and think that I'm correct? Because I have not changed my mind <laughs> okay. and think that you're well, correct. <laughs> what was your stance that it has to, it has to do with pretending? Uh, yes. Pretentiousness. If someone is being pretentious, they are not completely honest. Okay. Well, here's what I would say, that in general, humans are not completely honest. I mean, our tendency is to fudge the numbers or lie a little bit. Like, in general, people are not really honest. Hmm. Right? If you come across a truly honest person, it's, like, startling. Of like, oh, wow, you're saying exactly how you feel? Oh, okay. Or you're... Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hold No, we got to unpack this. This <laughs> okay. is huge because I've been thinking... We have about, to unbox it? <laughs> uh, we have to unbox it. Watch me. Uh, I was on the hammock the other day thinking about this, um, about how I really appreciate earnestness in a person. And I that's mm-hmm. something that I try really hard to be i want to be honest i don't uh i really try not to show i, I try not to show in my face anything i don't believe i try not to say anything i don't believe i will often if, if something if i think one way and it would be it would cause a fight or cause a whole bunch of people to hate me i will just keep my mouth shut but i don't like to lie at all i i actually think i believe if i did like a poll of most people that i know and i was like hey choose five three to five words to describe me i don't know how many let's say let's say three because i actually think it might be top three honest would would potentially be in the top three that people say if we did a word cloud like it'd be pretty big people have always told me that i'm honest and i actually don't know if they mean it in a good way right because in general people aren't which is why it's maybe so forthright in their mind of like well she's really honest like she says what she thinks and yeah, no, know. that's that that's absolutely a good thing. Well, how could it be? Would a bad you say, thing? well, because if people if people don't value honesty, really, would you what would you say honest in the top three words for me? Um, no, probably not, but probably because it wouldn't come to mind. I, probably because I expect you to be honest, and you are. I guess there's a couple of cuss words before that, and then on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, I think it's almost. I don't know. I, I wouldn't say white, but you are. <laughs> also true let <laughs> me see if i had to think of three words uh alive human female <laughs> wow this is really terrible exercise i'm really disappointed it would have to be like you know personality and characteristics or something not like i mean yes facts. i would i would say you're honest but i don't think that would be that would come to mind just because like i said for me i want to be earnest and i i don't know why more people aren't how do we get more people to be earn or I get. Should we get more people to be earnest, or should we change and start lying about everything? I mean, I think it. Yeah, you, you get more people to be honest by examining why they're not. And I think a lot of it comes down to. I mean, it, I guess it just depends, but it depends on what you're lying about. If, you're, if someone says, "Oh, do you like my shirt?" and you say, "Yeah," well, you don't want to hurt their feelings. But if you say, "You know, I got." Well, actually, here's a perfect example. I needed to tell you this story anyway. So mm-hmm. I did a Target pickup and I was like, oh, I'm going to get some dumbbells because like, you know, what else am I do? I'll just sit around and, you know, make my arms stronger. Uh-huh. And they were, I wanted to get three pounds. Because listen, I'm not strong by any means, but I was like, okay, I can handle three pounds. But they only had two pounds. Mm-hmm. And so I got two pounds. But like, I was like, oh my gosh, when I tell the story, because I'm not even to the story yet, I was like, maybe I'll just say three pounds because I want to look mm-hmm. better and I want people to think, Oh, she's that's, not like a that's pansy. 
Isn't that pretentious? No. <laughs> yes. You were lying sure. to make okay, yourself yeah. look I better. Would, to pretend that I'm stronger. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, the moral of the story is I only got one two-pound weight because they don't even come in a set. You have to buy them, like, separately. And so <laughs> I, I only got one two-pound weight. That's annoying. Yeah, really. I guess you, so, could, li- any- you could lift it twice. That's four pounds. <laughs> that's true but now i just have to switch off arms or unless or i just pick one arm and i'm like yeah it's the left arm like th- that's the one the <laughs> so anyway i think that's another reason people lie is to save face or protect their reputation or whatever so I, I, I think, yeah to me it comes down to examining why we're lying i think a lot of times people don't want to be known and i don't understand that again that's the opposite of me mm. i want people Ooh. to know what i'm thinking and people to know what uh i feel about every single subject which you know that's why i'm here right now but I don't. <laughs> right. I don't think uh, there's a lot of people that don't want people to know what they're thinking. I don't get that. I've never understood that. I, well, I think it. There, it comes from a couple of things. It comes from shame. Shame about who they are, mm. or fear. Fear of revealing who they are. Uh, you know, for fear of rejection or judgment. Hmm. Yeah, I guess maybe that just comes from my pride. Like I think, oh, I'm great. Everyone should know how great I am. Yeah, which is also a problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so pretentiousness. I'm sorry. I got you off of pretentiousness. Uh, so okay. people are lying all the time anyway. So pretentiousness is just when you're trying to be, look like you're better than other people? I don't know because it's like I I go back to you. We talked about you composing music last time, and I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so pretentious. Maybe I'm just use, I'm using the word incorrectly, but to me, I'm like, you are not pretending to love to compose music. You love to do that, and you're mm-hmm. great at that. It just mm-hmm. sounds like something that, you know, oh, my gosh, like someone who was trying to be better than other people would like. I also think this is a culture thing. Uh, like, there are groups of people where if you say, I was composing the other day, then everyone's going to roll your eyes. And there's groups of people that say, you were composing... Uh, were you composing a full symphony? Because otherwise, how that's way too easy. You're only a string orchestra. What you won't write anything for for bassoons. And to me, I would define that group of people as a pretentious group of people. <laughs> what well, what if they're real? Like they can they're okay. Okay, this gets into this. Um, let's go to. There's a TV show called Parks and Rec. Have you ever seen? I know you've seen Parks and Rec. Um, of course I have. Parks and Rec is a great TV show. And e- Eagleton is one of my favorite themes in that TV show. And I really, it's, that's, uh-huh. the name of the, that's the name of the other town, right? Yeah. I really wish they would have, first of all, not changed it. Because at the end of uh, the later seasons of Park and, Parks and Rec, Eagleton, like, they became a whole bunch of people. They were basically pretentious. They were pretending to be amazing. But when they started out, uh, the first couple seasons, Eagleton was a city of people who, uh, they did the right thing and they were helpful to other people. And they were all smarter and they were all richer and their, their town was cleaner and uh, and all the people that worked for Parks and Rec, all the people, what's the, what's the name of their town? I forgot their town. Um, Pawnee. The, Pawnee. All the people in the town of Pawnee were jealous and hated the people in, in Eagleton. And the Eagleton people were just like, oh, well, what, you know, they were nice and helpful and rich and better. And I think I think it's true that there are people that are just nicer and help more helpful and richer and better than me. And I think people don't want to address that fact. They want to pretend that's not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think? Do you think they're richer, nicer, better, more helpful people than you? Absolutely. No well, doubt. Like people that sit around and compose symphonies and <laughs> and really want to do their, their best in everything and they track all their time or they schedule every minute of their day. But, but then I go to, 
why? Is it because they genuinely want to or is it because they're trying to save face and put on airs and have, you know, an appearance about them that's not actually genuine? Uh, yeah. Okay. This gets into another thing. <laughs> <laughs> we got feedback uh, from our mother. Do you remember this? No. Oh, you didn't get it? I mean, I've, I've gotten a lot of feedback from <laughs> Over the years? Uh, yeah. No, about our conversation about rich people and how rich people are mm. mm-hmm. uh, not, they they don't learn to work as hard. They don't learn to work hard like poor people do. They don't have the same work ethic. Right. And uh, I think you probably saw my re- my response. I think that was in the group text about how I think a lot of people think that, especially a lot of a lot of uh, lower class people want to believe that the rich people are all spoiled and they'll, they'll never they'll they never learn what work is and they never will get as much done as a person who is lower class. Um, but I think that the upper class people, the uh, if they have enough experience and understand what's what, that they will teach their kids to work hard. Not just because if you don't work hard, you'll you're starved, but because if you work hard you feel better about yourself and if you work hard you accomplish more and you get more done in the world and you can change the world to be a better place and i think that's even better than working hard because you're going to starve i think that's that will uh, lead to better work and uh better mental health sure it's a it's a want to versus a have to Mm -hmm. absolutely so i think i think that's the idea i think there's a group of people and i want to i want to be a part of this group of people who uh sit around and talk about making the world a better place and that's what they're uh that's what their goal is they want to help other people to become the best they can and they want to create the uh, most beautiful song that they can or uh make the teach the their kids to be the best they can be or teach their students to be the best they can be or whatever it is at their job uh, uh preach the best sermon on a wednesday night or whatever it is that, that uh, they do hopefully that's why people are like that and hopefully it's not pretentiousness and i just think i hope everyone thinks that i'm better than them well yeah Okay, I will, I will, I will change my definition of that word in my mind. Gosh, I feel like I bullied you into it. I'm sorry. No, I don't think you did. And it, and it was you composing music that made me think of that. Of like, no, you actually genuinely like that. And so there may be people who actually genuinely like art galleries and benefit. I mean, you know, whatever kind of lifestyle that I would view as. Oh, no, I love an art. Gallery. Okay, I was gonna say that I would view, <laughs> but I didn't want to sound pretentious. <laughs> Uh, that I would view as pretentious, but it is just like, no, that's just their type of culture and type of activities that they like. No, no pretending required. Okay. We talked last time about the president's cabinet, right? And about which we would be, which member of the cabinet, we would be, which secretary we yes. would be. Is that the way to say it? Yes. Yeah. And so you wanted to know what I would be, and I would love to hear what you would be. So, you what is it madam secretary the tv show is it a tv show yes that's what has inspired this whole thing in my brain and what is what is she is she the secretary of state she's the secretary of state correct okay and is that what you would do you'd be the secretary of state right well okay so here's here's my disclaimer is that i actually don't know a ton about the other cabinet members apart from the ones that i've seen on madam secretary where she is the secretary of state i mean SecDef has been there and they've talked about secretary of education i mean minute whatever uh-huh. um but but here's what i appreciate about that role and I, uh, how i think i could be good um kind of i mean i'd have to know just a lot more than i know now but it's like she well i get 
yeah, I'm going to talk about her as the character, but it is true of the position in general right now. Ours currently is a male. I know that. Mm-hmm. But the Secretary of State is like, obviously a diplomat is their number one priority, number one role. But right. it's just such an interesting negotiator. Like they, they just have this such a great role of negotiation where it's like, I mean, China wants like these, like a chicken tariff and Russia wants to coal mine coal and then we want this and like you it's like a three-way deal that you've worked out to make it all happen and everybody gets what they want and I feel like on a much smaller scale I have done that in a job where I was it was a traffic manager where it was like the client wants this um job by Tuesday but our graphic designers are backed up until Thursday and you know they the writers are like can do it fast and so it's like just all these moving pieces of putting it together in this puzzle to where most of the time everybody can get what they want I, it just seems like a really 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 challenging job um but i think it could be fun because then there's also the like human side of it of mm-hmm. like you just have to get them to like you and trust you as a person and then they'll do whatever they'll lift the chicken tax <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I could see you being good at that uh, there is one problem. Thank you so much. Oh. I don't know anything about other about foreign countries. Yeah, yeah. you'd have to learn foreign. a lot about geography and uh, history and things uh-huh. like that. Um, sure. The a big problem I could see is we just talked about how honest you are. Uh, and I think a Secretary of State can't be completely honest all the time. I think you mm. I, you can't you can't go. Oh, you know what? I hate Chinese food when you're talking to the the Chinese <laughs> uh, foreign minister or whatever. True. Well, and also I think there's a lot of of like moral gray area Mm -hmm. that's just my assumption and i'm very much like black and white like okay well this is right and this is wrong and it's like well in this scenario this might be okay to do and i'm like "Mm, not good enough reason yeah i do think i would struggle with that too and like you have to deal with china who has done a lot of uh humanitarian atrocities and you have to deal with uh vladimir putin who is a dictator like a modern day uh, will never get voted out of his presidency because he actually controls how the elections work and he will always be the president. So that's a gray area right there, even talking to them and dealing with them. Mm-hmm. So I think where I've actually landed is I don't want to do any of it at all and I never want to be in the president's cabinet. But <laughs> if I did, I think it could be a really interesting challenge. But also I would have a like heart attack from stress very quickly. I, I'm going to guess four days into the job (laughs) do you uh let me let me send you the website i'm looking at that has a list of the second although this is from the trubin library library so this might have been oh yeah this is all of them because there's one that's recently established uh so look at this website and tell me which there were three that i would want to do that i think i'm gonna guess yours and i want you to guess it's like a BuzzFeed quiz of like which presidential cabinet member are you? Except no one would ever do that because it's boring. Absolutely. I mean, now, obviously, this is if I wasn't the president. Okay. Then which would I, I do? see the first one already? It's Attorney General. No. Okay. I didn't. I never mind. Well, before I even look, the Secretary of Education came to mind. I mean, that's like just what I kind of pinned on you because you're an educator. That is one of them. Absolutely. But not the Attorney General. Um, I was thinking if, if a president called me today and said, Hey, you want to do one of these? There are three here that I would say, yeah. And then if it was attorney general, like I'd actually have to go to law school. 
Okay. Okay. So this is just someone's just dropping in, giving you a quick phone call asking. Okay. That helps me. Yeah. So education is one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could be the secretary okay, of education. Is, okay. Commerce is number two. No. Okay. No, it's not what I'm I meant. I'd be interested really? in Really? You're really interested in the business world and you read John Maxwell and the principles book? Well, I mean, all, John Maxwell is not about business. It's about leadership. Um, there is some, I do have some interest in some business stuff, but there are things... I'm more interested in actually. There's thing. There's two things. Two more things on here that I think I can really make a difference on, and, and I the have a vision. Is, the problem is actually that I think you could do a good job at any of them, and you, you are so interested in so many things that a lot of them can apply. Well, I, I'm upset that I haven't. No, I know that, but I'm so <laughs> upset that I feel. I mean, I know you well. Okay. Okay. Maybe these reasons are too specific. Okay, Secretary of. Treasury. Nope. I wouldn't want to follow in. <laughs> I mean, you're right in that I probably would be okay with any of these over my current I mean, job. I, I mean, I'm like, I want to make you're big interested in stocks. You are interested in budgeting. You guys are doing the snowball plan. Inflation. You do that I listen government. to a lot of economics podcasts. I think I would have some ideas for sure. This is devastating. Okay. Is Secretary of State one of them? Nope. Wow. Okay. So I'm actually going to choose all of them or doing like bingo <laughs> yeah, yeah. blackout style. <laughs> no, I think so. Secretary of State, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm good enough at speeches. Uh, and like I said, I'm too earnest. Well, this is truly. Okay. Well, let me just tell me because I'm just devastated. One of the things that I am really excited about, like I, I've been, I thought about this many times. If I uh, won the lottery and, and had $100 million, one of the things I would invest in heavily is self driving cars. Um, and also, okay. also like the okay. fast trains, like what someone talked about a train from Tulsa to Oklahoma city that would take, you know, 45 minutes and that would cost eight bucks or something like that. Um, I have never known you to be interested in transportation. So, I mean, apart from sure the self-driving car. Yeah. I like, uh-huh. I, there's so many other people in my life who I would choose to be, I mean, you'd be great at it, but what, I'm shocked that you want to be the secretary of transportation. I think transportation uh, changes the world, and I, I can imagine so many. I, I think okay, here's here's so the do deal. All these other things. The I mean, secretary, the agriculture had a huge. They've been doing a lot of things, uh, you know, in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s with genetic modifi- modifications and being able to produce way more crops than they ever could before, and, and be able to whatever. I don't think there's as much excitement in the future. Uh, so you and the think same it's with transportation's time? I th- yes, I think transportation is due. I think we're going to have... I, I imagine the day when I say um, a word, because I don't say Alexa in our house because Alexa hears me. When I say <laughs> uh, a word, uh, I want to go to Florida. And it says, okay, go get in the car. And I go get in the car and I get on my computer and play a video game and then, or then I fall asleep and I wake up and I'm in Florida. And it was, it stopped on its own and got recharged because it's probably battery powered and there were no problems. And it was really fast because there were no humans on the road. There's just uh, self-driving cars. And like, I, I, I think that's the future or, uh, or the idea of no one owns a car. Uh, cars just self-drive around all the time and you pull out your app. Cars own you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you if when, every morning when you go or maybe you have a scheduled car that picks you up when you want to go to work but it's not the same car it's just random cars that, that drive basically self-driving ubers but they'd be a lot cheaper because they don't have to pay humans and because they use renewable energy um which 
is a hint into the other one that I that I'm interested in. No, you no. There's no no way. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Maybe it's Tesla. Okay. Maybe because it's also energy's time. Yes. Maybe, <laughs> you're the secretary of Tesla. Okay, I want to talk about the car thing for just a minute because I look forward to that day. Definitely. Are we going to be alive for it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I look for. I mean, you know. If I'm the Secretary of Treasury <laughs> a transportation station, then we will be alive for it. I mean, I can't predict when I'm not going to be around, but it, like, you know, our normal lifespan that we're planning for. Well, we have like but 50 I more also, years, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Easily. I, I think there's something, though, to this idea of mental downtime, right? That like when I'm in the car, I mean, and some people still don't even do that. They listen to podcasts or they call people or whatever. But for me, I spend a lot of time in the car, like on my commute to work, I'm praying or like, I'm just quiet. Sometimes if I had a stressful day or whatever, I just need quiet. And I think, you know, because we're not really able to do anything else kind of while we're driving, um, that that will change, right? If I'm escorted or chauffeured to work every day i could potentially work on my way to work or i could you know do other things well, while i'm this being is, transported i think this uh, argument has been around for uh, centuries i think people said this about farming like if if people all spend all their days in an office and don't uh, don't get out there and work the land and they're not gonna have a good connection to blah 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 uh or if you know, why do we have washing machines? Maybe you should wash all your clothes by hand. Yeah, it would take longer. <laughs> but you would get a lot of more chances to pray if you wash by your clothes by hand. Um, so I think I think we have to, because I, I, I do agree that way too many people are addicted to entertainment in, in an unhealthy way and aren't getting as much, uh, doing as much, I don't know, for their soul. I don't know how to say it. Um, as they could, uh, they're not, maybe they're not reading as much. Maybe they're not having, um, engaging discussions as much, or they should find something else to do besides spend the time that they're not washing clothes on Facebook. But, uh, I think the first step is getting the time, getting that, then that extra Facebook time. And then the second step is turning the Facebook time into something better. So they should track their time with toggle to know how much time they're spending there and then change it. Absolutely. Which if I was secretary of education, that would be something that they all learn to do. <laughs> That's a good idea there. Yes. But okay. And so then the last one is secretary of energy. Absolutely. There's one for me that I would, I would like to do that. I think is probably surprising. Um, not secretary of takes. I'm like, yeah, get, I want to make a speech and I want to, you know, try to make, things work with other foreign countries but secretary of veteran affairs there is something about that that speaks to me of like really? yeah and i think it's this i'm a very dutiful person mm. like i care very much about duty and these people <laughs> i'm sorry you know people are gonna be like she cares about duty <laughs> um, <laughs> um but i think you know people who have done their duty and who have served and taken care of us and protected us and given us freedom I think it's important to care for them. And so I I know I'm like, I don't have, if I was like trying out for Miss America or whatever, you'd be surprised to hear that that would be my platform. But I really do, there is something about that that speaks to me of like, man, I really hope and want us to care well for the people who serve and protect us. All right. So what about this? If you could create your own presidential cabinet, what would you create? What would you be? Oh, that's so interesting. Is it because I think it's, missing in the cabinet or it's because i think i would be great at it oh either both i don't know what have i talked about uh, you've talked about mental health 
would that be, I, I, I have two. That's not really on here. Is I guess health and human services, but it's not. It, that just hand, Ooh, yeah, it, it just handles. It'd be hard to be, Medicare but I, I think it is different, right? Because yeah, like health, it's like, okay, well, our obesity rate is right. sky high. Cool. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to deal with that. I wouldn't mean, I did just buy two pound weights. Thank you very much. I'm doing my part. Um, You're going on walks. But I, <laughs> that's right. I'm cruising. Uh, yeah, I would, I would love for that to be something that is talked about, prioritized both, you know, in us as individuals, but as a country too. That's a great one. What about you? Music? <laughs> oh gosh. I, you know, I do this a lot where I ask a question and I don't think about the answer that I would give. Uh, now I have to think about the answer I would give. Yeah. You know what? I think you're right. I think the arts is, uh, is really important to me. And I think that's something that we overlook a lot. We think about technology and we, we think about business and then we think about uh, energy and transportation and housing and urban development. But uh, what's the point I think is a, a really important question that we don't, that people forget to ask is if, mm. if we're going to have all this stuff, what's the point of having all this? What, what are we going to do? If, if the robots mm-hmm. do everything for us, if our lives are really easy, if business is going, is going well, uh, people want to, uh, want to be patrons of the arts. People want to see plays and ballets and they want to listen to uh, music. And I think that stuff is transformative transformative of our souls. And like, I, yeah, arts are really, really big to me. Um, looking at art, like we just talked about going to art galleries. Oh man, I guess this sounds very pretentious, but it's not, I promise. Um, <laughs> I think that, uh, I think that we could change the world by, or at least change the country by having people uh, more bought into the arts. And a lot of countries do it better than us too. Like uh, I, there's some yeah. there's some laws in Canada about like you have to have Canadians, Canadian radio stations have to have whatever percentage of Canadians on their radio station. And Americans have done great at arts. I mean, look at Hollywood and look at all of our music, but that's mostly because we've done great at business and we've done great at culture and people are... are uh, and fame. Yeah. But I, I think... Uh, I think just because things are entertaining doesn't make them good. And I think a lot of times we use the free market to see what's good. So like is, I, I can't even begin to guess who's the number one artist today. I'm assuming it's not Beyonce anymore, right? No. Well, who is it? Can you give me, just give me an I idea? Actually, I, I don't know. I mean, Billie Eilish won some Grammys last year. So probably at that point it was probably her. So yeah, uh, is Billie Eilish the best musician that has ever that is alive today in no, America? No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I've heard good things about her. It's a girl, right? But I, I yeah. don't. Uh, I've never actually heard any of her music. Um, but I, I think the idea. I think the thought that I have. I, we talked about this last time about the the kids on. There's always going to be a, a tiny an Asian kid on YouTube. It's uh, then that's better than you. Uh, I think give those kids give the, everyone else the opportunity that that other people don't have. I'm proud of our secretarial choices because, well, and I think, I mean, the thing that I find in common about the arts or mental health or even I'm thinking something with, I mean, religion, I know separation of church and state and all that, but to me, those things are saying, okay, but like, those are also important parts of us as human beings that yes, Mm -hmm. the work we do and the way we gather our resources and the way we interact with other countries, really important, but like also just who we are mm-hmm. and being good people and learning and, you know, growing in knowledge and in empathy mm-hmm. and, you know, all these things that make us humans. I think that's great. 
I agree. I, f- I feel good about our choices. Good job, us. Good job to us. We're the best. Okay, let me ask you this question. Is it weird? Is it abnormally weird? That's not even a... You can't even say abnormally weird. Uh, is it... Okay, hold on. Uh, okay. I can't. <laughs> is it abnormally weird for me to ride a lawnmower, ride a riding lawnmower in my neighborhood? Like, I just feel, okay, here's the deal. I got a, lawn, well, I got a okay. riding lawnmower. Are you driving it down the street? <laughs> no, 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 no. Mowing it? <laughs> I'm mowing my lawn. But like my lawn is not giant. I don't own a mansion with a, with a big like five acre yard or anything. I have a pretty, I would say a pretty typical size suburban yard, but I hate mowing. I don't like sweating and getting hot and they're walking around. And I had the opportunity to buy this mower and then I bought it. And the first day I got on it, I felt very, very, uh, uh, exposed. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, like vulnerable. Vul- no, like everyone's looking at you and you can't believe, and you're like, Oh gosh. Uh, self-conscious? self-conscious I felt very self-conscious the first time that I got on my, my mower and I still feel self-conscious every single time so I need you to tell me if I should keep feeling self-conscious or if I can stop feeling self-conscious okay well now that we've clarified that you're not just driving it down the road or having like <laughs> races with someone else and they're riding on mower would, which actually could be pretty fun that would be fun um, I would say no there's no need for you to feel self-conscious I here's what it Here's what it says to me. It says, I'm an efficient person and I got other things to do and I had the capital to buy this lawnmower. So uh, here we go. And by the time you've judged me, I'm already done mowing. Maybe, maybe. I think you should get a bumper sticker that says that. <laughs> <laughs> by the time you um, judge me, I'm done mowing. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I think I, there are tiers of mowing, right? Of like... <laughs> type of ways your yard I thought you were talking about grass gets really sad and there's tears of mowing I mean honestly probably for some people okay maybe it brings back a childhood memory I don't know like Evan when he ran over the bunny the other day oh god that is those were some mowing tears right there (laughs) that's right no I mean like levels (laughs) those were mowing tears of like I would say the bottom tier actually is is a push mower uh-huh. Or actually, the the lowest is like the one that like doesn't even have a motor. It's like right. just like scissors uh, right, right, right. on a you know, and then above that is a push mower, uh-huh. and then above that, self propelled is probably is uh, well sure whatever is like a a riding lawnmower, and then above that is just having your lawn mowed for you. Okay, I don't know if I agree with this. Uh, Price wise, you're probably right, but it feels like a lot of people in this neighborhood have someone to mow their lawn for them, and that feels normal. But me on my uh, my John Deere mower feels it just doesn't feel right. It, fe- it feels weird. I mean, how, who's to say people know if you live there or you just work there? You just mow there. I mean, people could, that look like me do you dress like <laughs> do not <laughs> do not mow yards for other people. <laughs> I don't look like your normal uh, your your normal laborer. I don't. Is it because you're not very tan? Like, what yes, is it? Are you I'm not, not wearing tan. Cut-offs? I'm wearing like, you know, the. I'm not wearing the right kind of <laughs> do shoes. You, do you wear a blazer? Like, I don't get it. Uh, I, I occasionally right have got done with work and like I've still got my shirt tucked in and I got my dress shoes on <laughs> and, because, <laughs> and because I'm wearing okay. because I'm on a John Deere, I don't even have to get in the grass. That's what I love about it. I just start the thing. I drive around. You just hop <laughs> from your car to. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> 
Remember, you didn't even touch the ground. <laughs> right. I don't care what. Okay. Normally, it matters what shoes I have to get in my my old my shoes that are going to get grass stains all over. But when I'm on my John Deere, I can wear whatever <laughs> shoes I want. It's fine. I think I would like to rule that you maybe should feel a little weird when you wear your work clothes to mow your lawn. <laughs> but other than that. No, I think you should feel totally fine. Okay. I, I can definitely see how you would feel self-conscious of like, it's just like, oh, look at me. Here I am. But but what do you like? What do you think it says about you versus what does it actually say I about you? Maybe, like, what do you think it says maybe about you? Maybe I just you feel pretentious. Your... I think that might be it. So is it like cost per mo? Are you saving money or are the people who hire people saving money? It, I mean, it just depends. It just depends estimate. on how long, how long the mower lasts. Uh... Gotcha. I would say overall I'm saving money. That's why I bought it because I did I did the math at one point and I thought if I pay because okay. I, I was I did pay someone at some point and then they stopped mowing my yard. I'm not sure why. And then I, I bought that. So I think it's smarter money wise. Then that's what it says when you're on that thing. It says I am efficient in my money. I'm efficient with my time. So pop off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to end with one of my life-changing ideas again? I do. Is that is that going to be a theme? I'm not. I don't know if I'm ready to commit to that yet, but I'm ready for us to do it again today. Okay, let's do it again today. Uh, let's do this one. I think this is another John Maxwell quote. Motivation gets you going. Habits get you there. It's good. Because you can't, Some, something you can't get going for no reason. True. Yes. I don't love that it's a little bit vague where it says gets you there. I guess just there means wherever you want to go. Right. Wherever wherever you're being motivated to go. I think it's great. I think it, it says, hey, you require motivation. You need something to help you go. But then there's also something equally as important in the consistency, in the routine, in the over and over and over and over again that can get you where you want to go. Absolutely. Mm. It's... Uh, it- it's kind of the how-to because a lot of times we say, oh, I really want this to happen. I really want this to happen. Uh, oh, man. Okay. Another quote from uh, Michael Jordan, I, th- I think. Some people want it to happen. Some people wish it happened. Some people make it happen. So, like, how do you make it happen? Michael Jordan uh, didn't make it happen just by saying, I want to be Michael Jordan and be awesome. He had the right habits. So, habits get you there. Mm-hmm.